0: Yeah! Ah! So you missed all
1: the uh, fun and frivolity at the uh, little company party on the rooftop at the Wayfarer. And uh, I hope you at least made amends with your girlfriend, man.
0: Well, George, you know, sometimes you got to make a decision. Yeah. Who do you want to be more mad at you? your person you sleep with or the people that you work with
1: yeah I mean no offense um, I mean we weren't really gonna be mad at you one way or another
0: It'd right make a difference yeah you know. I mean I, I kind of I felt like when I saw the pictures on social media everybody looked so good everybody was dressed up so nice I thought to myself I received the invitation but no one said anything like hey you should really all be there or Hey, we're all going to go, so make sure Wait a everybody's second. there. Yeah. Wait a second. Yeah. So now you're one of these people
1: that we have to tell you, like, hey, make sure you're there. Like, you, you can't just get an invitation and decide for yourself?
0: Makes sense. Yeah, actually, yes, George. Yes, everything you just said, yes. <laughs> yes. If you really need me to be somewhere or if you really want me to be somewhere, like, be a little forceful for me if you don't I mind. I mean, you know? I don't know. I feel like we're all adults here.
1: We all can make decisions.
0: Well, I mean, listen, in terms of number of years on the planet, in terms of responsibilities, yes, we are adults, but there are parts of our personalities, in my case in particular, where I just need a little nudge.
1: Yeah, yeah? And, just- and by the way, speaking of nudge, we'll get to the uh, lack of nudging uh, was that was done by the Lakers front office uh, during this trade deadline in a moment. But, um, yeah, L- Lindsey, like, do you, like... You don't need someone to tell you, hey, I'm going to this thing. We're all going to this thing. Like, if you wanted to go somewhere, you would go, yes?
2: Yeah, that's exactly what I did. And, I mean, I assumed that everyone else was going, you know? Really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Your assumption was just everybody was going. Yeah. How come?
2: Because I feel like if there was any hesitation, people would be like, talking about it. We're like, are you going? I don't know if I'm going to go. I haven't decided yet if you're, you know, but I think it was just like a foregone conclusion. Everyone was going.
0: Well, wait, but on the flip side, though, there was nobody having the other conversation. It was, hey, I'll see you tonight, right? Because you're going, right? Like, I'll see you there. You're going to go. So there wasn't like the conversation of, hey, we're not going, but there also wasn't the conversation of, hey, I'll see you tonight. We are all, we're all going. So I just didn't feel like I knew that anybody was going. I kind of feel a little left out. Well, little little I, FOMO, I mean, as a matter wait, of fact. I, all
1: didn't,
2: right. I had I talked to nobody ahead of time. I just assumed everyone was going. Oh, yeah,
1: Laura, how about you? Do you you, do you well? You don't need nudging to go anywhere. I mean, I feel
3: like <laughs> right. <laughs> that is true. No, Cap. I, I I saw the email and I was like, oh, I should RSVP, and I did. I wasn't sure if I was going to go because of work. Right. But you know, we all went. We all were here. We all did. Yeah, I didn't know
1: went. who was going to be there. Yeah. I knew that Chris would be there. Um, mm-hmm. Because I talked to him He was the only person I actually talked to about
0: it Okay so Chris was there Boss Amanda was there Everybody
1: was there man. Right well, She literally. was going to be there Because she's a boss Of course she's mm-hmm. got to be there right.
2: But you were literally The only person not there Aside from Mason and Mason in Ireland. Ireland Mason in Ireland But Ireland, Ireland had a real excuse He was
1: yeah. in Portland so. Exactly
0: yeah. Am um, I uh okay, I don't really have that excuse of Portland. And what yeah. was Mason's excuse? Did he have a good one? He doesn't
1: want to get sick before the game. Yeah. And I said, But we were outdoors.
0: Yeah, so me like, too. That's mine. Me too. No, I'm, that's not, I'm not yours. I'm paranoid. You were no. you're paranoid, yeah. yes.
1: You are paranoid because you are terrified your girlfriend's gonna break up with you.
0: Pretty much, yeah. And 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 because I was told that A, I'm not romantic, and B, she's accustomed to that. Somebody sent me a tweet and said, When your girlfriend tells you something that she doesn't like about you and that she's accustomed to that, that means you're on the verge of being broken up with. And I mean,
1: I, it's not good, that's Well,
0: for sure. I totally agreed. I mean, I had to look in the mirror. You know, I'm starting with the man in the so mirror. So what
1: did you do real quick? In like, or, well, Actually, you know what? Save that. Let's save that for the next segment. All right, okay? all right. Let's save what you actually did at your dinner for okay. the next segment. Let's, um, you know, hopefully you did more than uh, the Lakers front office today because, whoo, now look. This shouldn't be a huge surprise. You and I talked about this yesterday mm-hmm. um, during the show for our 90-minute uh, sprint that, uh, you know, you asked me straight up, like, do you think the Lakers could do anything? And I said, no, I don't. I mean, I'm I'm not an absolutist, so I left like a 1% chance of something happening. But, no, I didn't expect anything to be done. Maybe like one of those marginal things like, hey, DeAndre's not here or something like that. But that was it. And nothing, nothing, nothing happened. And this is coming off – LeBron literally saying yesterday after a loss to a a Portland team that was like, I don't know, half the roster, basically. Right. And no Russell Westbrook. AD didn't take a shot in the fourth quarter. LeBron was trying to do everything himself because no one else was helping him. And... He, he ended his postgame by saying, like, he feels like he's in a fog. He just needs to go have a glass of wine and go to bed.
0: Right. He's exhausted. Hey, LeBron, news for you, man. We're all exhausted, you know? Like, I don't have to run up and down the floor. I don't have to uh, get treatment and, and do all the stuff you got to do. But I'm exhausted. This team is emotionally exhausting to its fan base, to the media surrounding it, and clearly it it's become emotionally exhausting to lebron i i kind of feel like lebron is on the verge of saying maybe not publicly but at least internally this season's over we're not going anywhere i might as well check out uh i mean he's still going to play he's still going to score but i know this thing's over Th- this season yeah. where are they going we talked about it yesterday remember yeah. like his post game the previous game right. ba- i
1: i told you i listen i have covered lebron james for 12 years okay like I mean, I I didn't cover him the first stint in Cleveland, but but like covered him closely for the last twelve years. Okay, and what I would say to you is this: very simply, that is as close to a concession that as you will ever get from LeBron James. Yeah. That you saw two nights ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's waving a white flag, is right, and it's just honestly, it's it's. I have to just say it. I'm going to just come out and say it. Say it. Say it. I want to hear it.
1: Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me get ready. Hold
0: on. Yeah. Just, excuse me. Take a take a listen. Move to this. some
1: stuff here. Put my feet up
0: yeah take a listen to this relax just get loose here for a second
1: i got taking a load off
0: this is freaking embarrassing now that's no revelation but let's all say it this is a lebron james basketball team with his right hand man anthony davis and we've all been focusing so much on Russell Westbrook and what he, he can't hit a shot. He doesn't want to take a shot. The guy doesn't defend. He's not in the game. And then he's hes crying about it uh, you know, and airing out the coach in press conferences. There's no Russell to blame last night. LeBron James and Anthony Davis, regardless of who the other three guys are that are on the floor, they couldn't beat this Portland team last night, especially coming off the beatdown that they took at the hands of the Milwaukee Bucks the night before. This is embarrassing for LeBron James.
1: It is certainly embarrassing, and it also, I mean, again, I don't want to say completely dispels because it's just one game, but it certainly doesn't help the notion of addition by subtraction, right? That there are people in the organization that just felt, hey, if you just subtract Russ, it would be better.
0: Right, and, 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 and they that, had the chance it, last night, right? right?
1: I mean, granted, only one game, so we shouldn't overreact to that either, but... But for one game, that didn't look like it was the case. But George, so That doesn't help, that notion.
0: George, one game. Okay, hey, look. Here, here's I'm LeBron right now. Hey, yeah. guys, look. There's no Russ tonight, okay? Yeah. And everybody's been putting it on Russ, and Russ is complaining about not knowing the lineups, and Russ doesn't even call the coach by his name or call him coach, calls him him. Um, you know, Russ is, is is a a figure in our locker room that has not provided what we wanted him to provide. Okay, fine. Well, guess what? Good news. He's out tonight. So let's go out there and let's be the team we can be when we don't have this distraction of this player making this much money who can't do anything. And they went out last night against an inferior opponent that for the most part was missing all of their main pieces and they laid an egg again. It's just, it's unbelievable to me that they are this bad.
1: This is, for this team... Rock bottom.
0: Well, it's funny you say that because how many times have we thought that during the season? There was right. a time two right. weeks we, ago. We uh, thought it could get worse. Right. We, yes. it, was, it was Monday, January 17th. They beat Utah 101-95. That right. day, what did we say? Best win of the year.
4: Yeah.
0: Th- then on Wednesday, January 19th, they came yeah. back and they lost to Indiana 111-104. This right. was at home and we right. were like rock bottom.
1: No, but we forgot, you forgot the one before that, which was Denver, when they lost to Denver by 30-something points. Yes, that that's was right. what we thought was right 37
0: points, it. that's right. And that was at the end of a three-game losing streak.
1: Right. So, it, maybe it could get worse, but it, it, I don't know how much worse it can actually get than losing to, like, an eight-man Portland team without, you know, with one player, Anthony Simons, who's, like, a regular, basically. Like, it, it, it was pretty awful. Um, so, look, I, I'm going to let you guys vent a little bit. Um you know is this rock bottom i i you know i don't know if this team has been fun at all this season i don't even know if there's a moment even that utah game like i don't know it feels like this team has never been right and here's the problem i just don't know if there's a real fix this offseason which means yeah maybe it can get worse moving forward 877 wow. 710 ESPN, 877 Hey, 710 ESPN is your tickets to see the battle for the Lombardi Trophy. Keep listening every hour for the super sounder. When you hear it, be caller 7 at 877-710-ESPN, and you can qualify to win a pair of super tickets for the big game. 710 super ticket giveaway from your championship radio station, 710 ESPN. It's going to happen this hour, and here's a news flash. It's going to happen in one of the commercial breaks. So listen to all the commercial breaks. I mean, if you want to listen to the show, that'd be nice, too. But, you know, listen to the commercial breaks. You can try to win the tickets to the big game. So, all right. So, coming up next, we'll open it up to the phones to you guys. Uh, James Worthy was completely beside himself yesterday. Uh, We'll do the phones. Lots of stuff coming up next.
5: Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net First bet offer for new customers only Subject to eligibility requirements Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets That expire in seven days In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel
1: Mm. Oh yeah Mm. You need a girl, Cap Yeah, yeah
6: Uh, 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 uh
1: Yeah, yeah You need a girl to ride, 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 man Tell Rachel to ride
0: (laughs) Okay, I will I'm going to do that.
1: All right, so what did you do at the uh, dinner before we get to the calls here?
0: <laughs> Laura, you like that, huh? You like what George just said?
3: No, man. It's disturbing to see you doing that in person. Why? The one thing to hear it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I hear it, the, uh, Yes, because you're in studio today, in for studio those you don't And know. I get to, like, right. see it. It's just right. disturbing.
0: Well, you didn't, I haven't even really gotten into it yet. I mean, when I start really getting into it, and I got to stand up, and I got to throw my hands in the air like I don't care. You know, then you're really going to get, then you're going to really ride, get disgusted. Ride, ride.
1: I need a girl to make one. I, I need a girl oh, who's mine, no mine. I need a girl <laughs>
3: in my life.
0: <laughs> Come on. Yeah.
3: Do you know Looney's part? Yeah. I know that whole thing. No, I, know I don't know. A little rap. Yeah. No, I don't know that.
0: So, George, I want to thank all the 710 listeners who hit me up, whether it was Twitter, Instagram, DM me, whatever. Yeah. Who said, look, Kaplan. You know, you think because you bring your girlfriend flowers once a week, that's romance. In fact, that's the opposite because you've become too predictable.
1: Right. That's what O'Shea said
0: on text the other day. Yes. Thank you, O'Shea. Much love to you, my friend. And what I did was, is yesterday, this is why I didn't come to the party last night. Right. Because I went back down to San Diego, Mm -hmm. went to see my girlfriend, right? Mm -hmm. And she had mentioned to me this past weekend, we had gone to a brunch and we were walking by this cute little shop and there was this sweater that had little footballs all over it. And she was mentioning that one of her friends, like, oh, I bet she'll be wearing that for Super Bowl Sunday. So what did I do yesterday? I went there and I got the sweater and it was the only one that they had left in the whole place. So I bought it so that she would have it so that her friend wouldn't have it. So at first I bought the sweater and I had the girl at the store, you know, make it into a nice, you know, packaging pink with bows and things, things I couldn't do. You know, I would never be able to wrap it. You know, I just show up with a sweater. Here you go. But the girl who worked in the store, she made it look really cute. So then I show up. I've got a gift. You know, I'm unpredictable. I'm romantic. A gift from out of nowhere. I said, hey, this is a pre-Valentine's Day gift because you have to wear it before Valentine's Day. And then, then I took her to a dinner. And when we showed up at the restaurant, I said, look at the name of the restaurant. Osteria Romantica. Yes. Oh. Yes. She told me I'm not romantic. I took yeah. her to a restaurant that has romance in the name. So okay. I I brought a gift that she knew that or that I knew that she wanted. I a took beautiful her t-
1: place in La Jolla, according to Google.
0: Yes, I took her to a romantic dinner, and then we went to the La Jolla Comedy Store. Okay. Um. And we and we went to see a friend of mine perform. We laughed and laughed and laughed and had a great time. Yeah. And then I took her home like a gentleman. Yeah. Dropped her off. Went home and passed out. And. Drove up to L.A. in the morning.
1: Yeah. Did you have a nice meal at Osteria Romantica? Oh,
0: very nice, as a matter of fact. Very nice.
1: Oh, well, there you go. Lovely. Time, if anyone's ever down in La Jolla, there you go. Osteria right. Romantica.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, if you're like me and you're considered to be not romantic and you go to a place called Osteria Romantica, yeah. that's sort of no, romantic no, no. stuff right there. No,
1: no. It's Osteria Romantica.
0: See, si. Grazia. That's, that was a pretty good call, don't you think?
1: Don't you think? I think that was a nice little touch. Laura, Lindsay, what do you think? Let's start Linz. Linz, do you think Osteria Romantica, which means romantic, uh, you know, an Italian romantic restaurant? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think, Linz, that was the uh, a, a nice touch? I'm
3: going to take it first. Just she's oh. a little busy. So okay, gonna... sorry. My bad. <laughs> it's not good. She's getting a winner. Um, yeah, I think it was a nice touch. I, I missed the whole thing with you and not being romantic, but, you know, we don't got to rehash that stuff. Yeah. So I don't want to make wanna... you get panic attacks over here, but... Yeah. I think it's a good, it's a good deal. You know, you're working towards doing what you need to do to get Rachel to feel comfortable with you.
0: Somebody recommended a book and I haven't read it. It's called like Love Language the or something like that. Love
3: Languages. Okay. I need to read that. I have it.
0: Okay. Cause I don't know what, I don't know which one is hers, but it seemed to be like a gift, unpredictable, uh, take control, no. you know, pick out where we were going, not ask her. I don't know if she seemed yeah. to like that. What do you No, You're saying no. No good, huh?
3: No, the thing is, the Five Love Languages is a great book. Mm-hmm. I definitely recommend it when I took a human sexuality class. It's one of the books that they recommend, and I always tell people, you knowing your partner's love language is key because she might know yours, but the way that you fill your love tank isn't how she fills up her love tank. So you need to know hers so you can, you know, reciprocate. When if you does. let
0: me borrow that book, I'll teach you how to ride a bike.
3: <laughs> I, I, you don't need to do all that. I'm scared of you teaching me how to ride a bike. <laughs> But I, I do have the book. And All I'll
0: right. It okay. To you. By the way, George, I want you to know something. Yes, I am in studio today. I am at LA Live. There is so much festivity and, and you know pageantry going on on the streets of downtown LA. Um, but later on in this show, I'm telling you right, right but now, George. You know what's funny? Yeah. I have
1: not sensed, and we'll get back to the we'll get to the calls here in a second. But I you know I want to talk about this more later because I have not sensed like the Super Bowl overtaking the city. Maybe downtown, but like not. Not and maybe by SoFi, but outside of that, I have not sensed that. But let, let's get to the people. Yeah, who've let's been do waiting. it. Let's do it. Let's yeah. get to the calls. All right. Let's start with George and Cerritos. Uh, George, uh, what what do you got, brother? Well,
4: I just want to say I think everyone's panicking. You know, I think the Lakers can still make a run. Yes, they'll probably be in the play-in, but I think they can still have time to put it together. I think they just need to have some modifications. Possibly to maybe have Russ come off the bench, um, have him play in the second unit with Carmelo. That the, Those two guys playing together coming off the bench against the second unit of their opposing teams, they would torch him. And uh, I, 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 I still believe the Lake, in the Lakers, and I think we just need to give them, uh, uh, give them the benefit of the doubt. I think they can pull
0: it off. I don't know why, though, man. I really don't know why, George. I mean, here you yeah, have LeBron you, last night. LeBron's like... All right, look, I'm just exhausted, okay? I'm wiped out. I'm so tired. I just want to go have a glass of wine and go home and go to sleep. I'm just wiped out. I'm exhausted. It's like dude, why would why would anybody feel like, yeah, you know what? We still got time. They're still going to put it together. LeBron's wiped. He's like emotionally and physically completely drained by what has happened so far this season.
1: Uh yeah,
4: I never have seen a football sports? Is is a mental aspect, and obviously it takes a toll at some point when you when you see turnovers happen. But you know,
1: if they can get their confidence back, uh, things can turn around.
0: I don't know where they're getting that from. All right,
1: all right George, thank you for the call. Um, I, I've never seen LeBron like this. I know, Lindsay, right? you
0: you 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 have you've
1: been a huge LeBron fan all your all your life, all his you know career, well, except
0: for when he left Cleveland and went to Miami. No,
1: she was pissed for four years, but she was happy yeah. in like twenty fourteen after that. Yeah,
2: That's and I mean, I. I did cover him the first time he was in Cleveland and that was, you know, that was probably the most exciting time to watch him because he was still it was like a new shiny toy, you know. But I've never seen him like this and I feel like he's gotten so much wiser as the years have gone on and he's so like meticulous about what he says and what he posts on social media and the fact that he's just willing to like wave the the red the white flag that willingly in a press conference, yeah. Yeah. like this is a lot. How about back-to-back waving- nights? I think he's
1: waving both the red and the white flag, to be honest with you. Red flag, like this is a disaster. White flag, (laughs) like we're giving up. It's like both flags at the same time.
0: (laughs) Right, one in each hand.
1: Yeah. Devin is in L.A. Devin, what's up?
6: Hey, what's up, guys? Excuse me. Happy Thursday.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Sir.
6: Uh, Just real quick about my Lakers, man. Thank you for the vent session. Um, Today was like watching all the other kids at Christmas open up their new shiny toys. And I'm just stuck looking at my same old toys, boys. Yeah. Uh, as a Laker fan today, I am so disgusted. So as the Lakers is currently constructed, they are not good enough. We have no identity as a team. We have no chemistry on offense, no chemistry on defense. Speaking of defense, the Lakers play none of it. And we are one of the five worst teams with three point, with the worst three-point shooting percentage in the league. Um, not to mention our turnovers. Um, Rob Pelinka inherited a championship team. When Ma- Magic Johnson stepped down and left this man, a championship basketball team. Since he has not made the right moves, and since we didn't make any type of moves, and there needs to be some kind of change this season, if anything is going to happen, which I doubt, and I'm a diehard Laker fan. But Frank Vogel's a nice guy. He's a nice man. And you know, the Lakers sold their soul for the championship we got. But something has to change. And I'm thinking Vogel, man, since we didn't make any moves, Vogel's gotta we, we gotta make a change, uh, gentlemen. That's all I got. All right, pal.
1: Yeah, something's gotta look, I, I would say this offseason is going to be like for like basically from here on out, right? Like we're going to be hoping they make the 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 playoffs, right? Or the play in, or the playoffs, or whatever. All right. Of that. Just just
0: hope that there's a yeah. chance for postseason play, right? Right.
1: And then once their season is over, yeah, we're basically on watch to see what happens with the front office, the head coach, and basically all the players. And you know, we kind of even mentioned it. Perhaps even including LeBron and AD. Like I, I'm 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 saying that because while I told you a week ago. I don't think there's any chance LeBron leaves the Lakers. I I don't think that I'm going to speak in those kind of absolutes when it comes to him anymore. But we'll get to that, more of that on the other side. Uh, Plus, I want to get to James Worthy because James Worthy yesterday. Oh, my God, he was great. We thought this is rock bottom. Yeah. He actually took it a
7: step further. Yeah. So we'll have that coming up. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.
5: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple.
0: Tabaka. Oh yeah, oh yeah, huh? See, Laura, you're getting to see it like in 3D now. This is not the metaverse, girlfriend. This is real life, baby.
3: I was hoping you would get up, not just snap the finger. You but, know what? You know. you know
0: what I'm gonna do right now, George. Mm. I wish you were in the studio with me today. Mm. I'm about to blow Laura's mind. Oh, I'm gonna okay. do it. I'm gonna do <laughs> I it don't here. Think so. No, ta- no, talk amongst yourselves. And then I'm a just go ahead, and I'm gonna. It's a little chilly in here. I'm gonna put my jacket on. Go ahead.
3: I'm a little scared because he warned me about this. I don't know what's happening right now. What is he doing? He's literally ch- digging. He's through like his pulling bag. stuff out of a of his bag of tricks. Deodorant. <laughs> Let me see. Let me get up here. I'm gonna have to <laughs> two deodorants. Okay, not one but two. Okay, it's red. It's niner red. So already there's a problem there. Very much. Oh my! Oh, that is a badass jacket, actually. I kind of want to steal it. <laughs> he has a Los Bukis jacket. That it's how not- did he get that? I don't know, but it's not going back to San Diego with him.
0: Oh, let me tell you something right now. <laughs> this is my Los Bukis jaqueta. Te gusta? Yeah,
3: it's not going back with you. Te gusta? Yeah, I love it. Uh, it's not going back It's
0: with you. muy bien, see? <laughs> I
3: was like, it's not going Dude, back with you. Dude, look how badass
0: my Los Bukis jacket is. It is,
3: is badass.
0: It's bad, right? I
3: hate the color red, but it's badass.
0: Right? Looks like bad. what I was wearing when I was in high school and I was a big superstar back in 1988, wearing a colorful, shiny jacket like this, and but I didn't have Los Bukis on it.
3: Yeah, you didn't. Like I said, it's not going back with him. George Sedano,
0: <laughs> let me tell you something, brother. Mm. You should be so jealous Mm-hmm. Of my Los Bukis jaqueta. Okay. It's so badass. Chaqueta. C. C. Laura? Yes, sir. Sh- this is what is called when you're walking around downtown LA on a day where we should be talking Super Bowl, but the Lakers, congratulations. You guys have stolen the headlines. Two weeks ago, Anthony Davis returned, and we were like, yeah, but it's the NFC Championship game. Come on. No, people want to talk Lakers. Well, now it's the Super Bowl. And people really want to talk about Lakers, but this right here, this is called street cred,
3: is Bro, what this it's is. It's ninety degrees outside. You look like a fool wearing that outside, but it is a nice jacket.
0: Thank, you. Thank you. It is. It is hot out. It's disgustingly <laughs> hot. But it is street cred. This jacket.
3: No. What do no. you mean no? This no.
0: jacket gives me so much street cred.
3: No, you think it makes you. Everybody
0: happy. sees this jacket and they're like, "Los Bukis, see si, muy bien."
3: Yeah. Okay. You don't think so, huh? No. I'm sorry, Cap, no. Badass. I
2: love that you try, though. I do love that you try.
3: (laughs)
0: Those boogies. What do you think, Linz? You like my little boogies jacket?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I like the uh, old school vibe of it. Like, it's got that, like, starter jacket from the late, late 80s, early 90s look to it. It's cool.
0: And George, I want you to know I have a gift for you.
2: Oh, yeah. You another
3: robe? I was going to say that. <laughs> oh, no. See, he brought two deodorants. There's a reason now.
0: Well, because you guys ridiculed me for how dare I go to the saddest place on the planet, George, Radio Row.
2: Oh, you got some free swag? So when I was leaving, they were giving
0: away like like <laughs> Old Spice deodorant. So Who'd I you have
2: to talk to you to get so, one of those? Well, I don't know. No, I didn't have to
0: <laughs> interview anybody, you know? And so it was just like, you know, the promotional models, they're handing out deodorant. And I'm like, can I get two of those? One for me? And one for George Sedano who won't come on Radio Row. And George, by the way, I'll have you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tried to set up a little conversation between you and your favorite person, the worst oh, Dar- person on the internet,
1: Darren Ravel. Yep. Yeah.
2: D- did he did he uh did he decline because he's heard he's heard Sedano's rant? No. No, he
1: probably
0: hasn't. No, and I just I was like, "Hey, we want to come on with me and Sedano cuz Sedano says you're the worst person on the internet."
1: And what did he say? He said he'd love to. Yeah, I don't want go. him on the show. Though. Yeah, I know.
0: I figured as much. That was kind of the beauty <laughs> and, of it all.
2: Him and Lee Steinberg both.
0: I saw Lee today, too. Yeah. Yeah. I also saw Gil Brandt, who uh, George said- that's the, that's, that's the saddest place on the planet, Radio Row, because Gil Brandt's still walking around. I
1: mean, Gil Brandt. I mean, what is Gil Brandt going to tell us at this stage?
0: I don't know. God, God bless the guy, you know?
2: Yeah. I saw um, Albert Breer when Morales and I walked over there to get our fan experience passes, and we saw Albert Brewer walking back this way, but I didn't stop him. He looked like he was in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Albert yeah. Brewer's good, for he's got some good info.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So sad, sad radio row, still sad.
0: I kind of liked it. I had a good time today. Oh,
1: my God. You love that stuff. Well,
0: but you know what's funny is I, I literally got to the convention center around like 8.30 this morning. And, you know, it, by the time you walk all the way to go get your media credentials, not that anybody cares, it's like two miles. and Which is, for me, good. I'm like, oh, I'm getting my steps. And so um, I got back on the radio row, and I have to do all my own setting up of equipment for my podcast. And I brought all this stuff, and none of it worked, of course, because I don't know how to put anything together. Right. Um, and then I just sat there. I did my podcast this morning. I got done with my final interview, which was with a guy by the name of Diplo. You familiar with Diplo? Oh, yeah. He's
1: the DJ. What? No. Did you? Come on. You did an interview with Diplo
0: about what? About, like, who are you?
2: Wow. Wait, wait. So you go up to a guy, famous (sighs) DJ, probably like top top five famous DJs right now. Yeah. And you're like, so who exactly are you? So I'm
0: like, so what exactly is it that you do? You know, and he's like, you know, I'm I'm the DJ and stuff. I'm like, Oh yeah, right, for like Raider games in Vegas, right? Yeah. He's like, Well, that's not kind of really what I'm well known for. It turns out, this just, just by chance, me and Diplo wind up broing down. Okay? Because Diplo, George, did you know that he has a little bit of Miami in yeah, his DNA? I know
1: exactly who he is. Yes. Well,
0: I said to him, I go, Yo, where are Miami from? He goes, Actually, I'm from Fort Lauderdale. I said, Oh, me too. Yeah. So we wind up talking. We went to rival high schools, but next thing you know, we're broing down. We're hugging it out. We're exchanging yeah. cell phone numbers. He right. wants to come down to San Diego and hang yeah. out with me. I mean, listen, yeah. we got that, tight. None of that. Happened. I'm me none and of that Diplo, happy. Yeah. me Diplo and Canelo Alvarez are all hanging out. Yeah, it's none true. of that happened. No, we're playing golf. playing. I'm golf. sure the
1: stuff about like your rival high schools happened, but the rest of that, no, you completely made that up. Me
0: and Diplo are now BFFs.
3: <laughs> all right,
1: so get Diplo on the phone now. And see okay, I'll him call him.
0: I'll call him and see what he's got going on right now. Yeah. Let me see all if he's if he's mixing a record or if he's available
1: mixing a record correct
3: no idea what his number is
0: diplo yeah of course i know his phone number okay you want it
3: i
2: don't really care to have it oh okay i've met him before he's actually really cool
0: great guy yeah love diplo
2: what was he doing on radio row
0: um just walking around being cool
2: but usually they're like there because they're promoting something or they're part of something he's just there hanging out just there
0: because he wants to be cool it's
2: kind of weird it's oh. not, not a place to be if Thank you want to be you. cool. Thank you. I was going to say that. As then. you would know, Cap.
3: Yeah. Well, I was there.
2: I know. Just saying. Well, Cat well, the there fun. you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes. yeah. I mean, I was there. It was pretty fun.
2: Yeah. So was Gil and Lee Stein. <laughs> I those guys. <was dead. laughs> well, leave Gil
0: alone.
1: Yeah. Did you ask him about running his first marathon?
0: Who's that? Diplo? Yeah. Now we were talking about his high school wrestling career. That's, yeah. That was kind of our sports conversation.
1: Yeah. You know? He ran a marathon. I thought you'd have that in common with him.
0: Yes, um, that would be something that we would have in common. That's right. That's right. Diplo, good guy. Yeah. Really good guy. Very interesting yeah. story.
1: No, he's he's a, one of the world's most famous DJs. So. It's
0: unbelievable. This guy was literally just a radio DJ. I know. From you know 3 a.m. in the morning till 5 a.m. in the morning. He was a yeah. radio DJ overnight. Yeah. And then that turned into him becoming like this internationally famous DJ, music producer type guy.
1: Yeah. You yeah. know? Uh, by the way, Jesse in Racho Cucamonga has advice for Casanova Cap. Let's hear what Jesse has to say.
4: What's up, Jesse? Yeah, what's up, Kaplan? Yeah. I try to say sorry, Casanova Kaplan. Yeah. Um, listen, man. Just, first of all, good call on that jacket of those bookies. You got all the credit in my in my world. Um, you just gotta keep it simple, man. You know, don't don't think too much about it. Um, you know, just uh, got to dig deep inside and uh, just handle business, man. Don't listen to where all these other uh, people may be uh, telling you there.
0: Yeah, you can't listen to the haters, dude.
4: Exactly, you know. And uh, and if you need any tips here, I'll, I'll, I'll shoot you a, a DM because I don't want to give the whole public my uh, my uh,
1: smooth moves uh, advice oh, okay. for free. Yeah, you want yeah,
0: to... Wait, so, so wait, so right. So if you DM, if you and me DM together and you give me some of your smooth moves... Am I paying you for those? No, no. For you, 3 99 my friend. 3 99 There you go. Look at that. It's a deal. Yeah. I like free 99 yeah.
1: yeah. All right. Thanks, Jess.
0: Thank you, Jesse. I need that advice, bro.
1: Let me go to EJ and Stevenson Ranch. EJ, what up? Hey, guys. Um, I know that the Lakers are sucky and that LeBron
4: is <laughs> bummed out and all, but there is a bright spot, major okay. piece of NBA history involving LeBron happening next game that no one seems to be talking about, okay? Okay. So here here it goes. If you add the all-time NBA scoring record, including regular season and playoffs, the all-time leader is Kareem with 44,149 points. Currently, LeBron has 44,131. And if my math is correct, and since my name is not Steve Mason, I know that it is, LeBron is only 19 points away from becoming the all-time scorer in NBA history next game.
1: No, no, no. That 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 no. No, the all-time leading scorer list, he's actually third still.
4: No, that is if you just if you just count regular season. But right, but that's the one that season, everybody that's the one everybody goes by. Yeah, this one is is not something that that people talking about, but if you just go by all-time points scored by a human being in the NBA—it's going to be LeBron next game.
0: Yeah, wow, you're right. Nobody's talking about it. You know why? Yeah. Cause, you know why? Because <laughs> because an individual honor right now doesn't really matter a whole lot. Now, by the way, there's a whole bunch of LeBron Thanks, haters call- out there that in the game against uh, Milwaukee, when LeBron was in the game, this is before he first sat down. People were, you know, the haters are on Twitter going, "Yep, there's LeBron. Lestat, hes still in the game. He's still just trying to get some points." That's all he cares about. That's what the haters are saying Wait, about LeBron. That,
2: that raises an interesting question. Mm. With the Lakers in the state that they are right now, and let's say LeBron does break this record or any record, you know, if he, he achieves a milestone when they're playing this badly in a game that they end up losing, do you think he's going to celebrate?
1: I mean, if they stop the game, like, they'll probably just like, kind of do a wave, like, hey, what's up? Thank you. And then keep it moving, is my guess.
0: I don't know. I think he's exhausted. LeBron, you should take a couple nights off.
1: I mean that that won't make things better. That's for sure. No. All right, coming up next, I didn't get to the got to the third segment or second segment. I have not gotten to this James Worthy. thing. Yeah, come on. He just goes, you know, like he loses his mind basically. Like he's complete. You want to talk about exhausted? Yeah, James really. Worthy needs a day off. Like that guy. <laughs> I mean, putting this guy through misery. So we'll, we'll, I swear we'll get to it next. <laughs>
2: Oh, yeah. Isn't there like a Rod Stewart thing today, Lindsay? Yeah, today is the anniversary of this song coming out. Oh. What year? It was. Don't don't tell me.
0: Don't tell me. I'm going to say
1: 82.
2: It was was a number one hit.
0: Wait, I'm going to go earlier. I'm going to go earlier. I'm going to go 78.
2: You're closer, Cap. It's 1979. Oh, there you
0: go. I remember being a kid, and we were in a shopping mall, and I had to beg my dad. I'm like, please, Dad, please, let me just get the 45- Of this Rod Stewart song. And he, uh, you know, my dad is infamously cheap, you know, George. Mm -hmm. You know, he's the guy that when we went to McDonald's and I asked for a cheeseburger for 49 cents, he told me I get the hamburger for 39 cents, I put cheese on it when I get home. Right. So for him to have actually bought me the 45 of Rod Stewart, this was a big deal.
1: Sounds like it. Good song, by the way. Love this song. Yeah. Old school. Uh, All right. Speaking of old school, James Worthy is old school. Mm Mm-hmm. James Worthy, I feel like he's aged like six years this year. Okay. And he, Poor guy. he we we talked about this being rock bottom for this season, and then you brought up the great point, which is, well, is it though? I mean, we keep saying that. And he took it a step further. Let's hear what James had to say on spectrum last night.
6: This this is the lowest point of just about any season I've seen uh as as a Laker over the years. I don't have any words for it because we've, we've used uh, all our words. up. Uh, we, we, we saw Milwaukee come in, and we thought maybe, okay, that will be a measure, measuring game, you know, against a good team, and we saw what happened. And then um, against Portland, a team of professional players, but it was almost like they were playing against, you know, a local YMC pickup group of guys.
1: Mm. Mm. I mean, this team won in Kobe's last year, I believe, 17 games. Um, but there was at least the, hey, it's Kobe's last year, right? I mean, this, I, it goes to show you, I'm not disputing him because, I mean, he's more than anyone is entitled to his opinion and and it's probably way more valid than any of ours, um, but that goes to show you how miserable this season has been for him, yeah. like, to watch but and even, analyze.
0: E- even the end of Kobe's career, though, all the Lakers had was Kobe. And right. everybody knew that they were no good and that he, by himself, could not take them to you know to, to the playoffs. Not at that stage of his career. But this is LeBron James, who... Also, also getting old, though. Right, well, listen, there's no doubt about it. Because one thing about LeBron, he was so irritated when the team was put together and people called them old. And yep. Barkley has called them old geezers all year long. And yeah. he was so annoyed by that. And now it looks like that's the case. Yeah. They are old. When LeBron said last night how tired he was, I was like, because you're 37, bro. And he's carrying at
1: 37.
0: Yeah, right. Like, the whole organization is on his back right now. Exhausted. But, you know, James Worthy, I, I think he's right because when you go back to the end of the Kobe Bryant era of Laker yeah. basketball, right. there were already multiple championships, number one. Number two... Yeah, of course. This team, though... It's LeBron, it's AD. People were so offended that AD was no longer being called top five player in the league. People were upset when the, the league's list of top players came out. and He wasn't in the top ten. Mm-hmm. This is LeBron, AD, and they went out and they added a piece that was supposed to take them yet to another level. Mm-hmm. So, So you have three superstar caliber players, and this is the result. And by the way, the big three let's stop calling it the big three guys yeah, it's not a big three right
1: it's fairly obvious that's the case but I, I, man it, it, I want to open this up like yeah. is this, yeah. is this the like James basically saying this is rock bottom of any season he can remember um and, and look there there was that stretch right like there was that stretch where this team went six seasons without making the playoffs I would imagine that couldn't have felt great but maybe because of the expectations, this one is worse. I'd love to hear from the audience on that at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776, because I I, I, I can understand it. Like, it, you know, on the surface, it wouldn't make sense, but I could see if you dig a little deeper past the surface level, right, if you peel the onion a few layers, I could understand, because everyone went into this season, man, the Lakers were, like, title favorites, like, in, in most – Places like it was them in Brooklyn, and both actually have been a disaster. Meanwhile, Brooklyn actually made a move that's which, going to which probably helped them. Which in is interesting, way.
0: though. But this is yeah. interesting about Brooklyn's move today, George. Yeah. Brooklyn and Philly make this huge trade, and and yeah. the headline is obviously Harden for Simmons. Okay. Correct. But yeah. there's a lot more to the trade than yeah. just Harden for Simmons. Yeah. But when you know that James Harden makes forty-four million dollars and he's not happy, and therefore he's he's creating an atmosphere of negativity in the locker room. Well, is
1: he? Uh, I don't know. I I feel like that stuff gets put on him a little too quickly. Well, but, um, but isn't the same true of us? Let me Russ? let me say, like James Harden's objection in this particular instance. I'm not I, I'm not sitting here and saying that James Harden should be absolved of any sins prior to Brooklyn. Okay, um, clearly. He his last season in or last tenure in Houston, which was very short lived because then he was traded to Brooklyn, was not great. Came in out of shape. He was unprofessional. There's no question about that. But prior to that, he had carried that team pretty damn far to within a seventh game uh, of against the greatest team probably ever assembled. Okay, then he comes to Brooklyn, and there's a lot of bad luck. Uh, Kyrie gets hurt. He comes in. He gets a little dinged up because he wasn't in shape again on him. But this season. He was basically like, bro, like this Kyrie thing is crazy. Like, yeah. he's only playing in half the games. Like, this is not fun. And, you know, I'm sure you would kind of notice when I kept telling you that, I, you know, I don't think those two love each other all that much. Well, now, you know, I can say it, you know, because it's already been reported by someone else and Sam Amick. Because, look, guys, I can't tell you everything I know, right? Like, I, 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 I got to face these people, okay? I can, I get, when you listen to this show, and, you know, Cap and Lindsey and Laura know this. I will give you hints, okay? Like, I may not come out and say, yeah, Kyrie and Harden don't get along, right? I may not say that, but Sam Amick has now said it in The Athletic. So now I can tell you, while I've given you hints, now I can say it. Because someone else has reported it. And I will say, yeah, it's fairly accurate.
0: You know what you should do from now on? since what? Since you have to face these people and you don't want to give away all the, all the dirt, you know? You ought to give it to me. Okay, and then no. I'll say it. No, and then this way it's not coming from you. No, and then this way this show you, you can go face these people, and yeah. me, I can just hide.
1: Right, and then they can be like, "Why are you saying this on this show?" Well, then, then you I'm- can
0: say it's not me; it's him.
1: Yeah, and then it's still going to cause grief for me. But I give hints. <laughs> I do. I leave morsels, and and you know, you just gotta. <laughs> sometimes you gotta listen.
0: Closely. All I'm saying though to you is that is that I think no if you're, you
1: just want the credit for, yes. shit for saying well that.
0: I, listen I also I'm, you remember I'm the vulture okay and when there's when there's there's carcasses down there I may just swoop in and take some and right now there's listen, a whole n- bunch n- of carcasses listen.
1: now I get Rachel because I'm giving you hints and you're not listening I'm listening I'm looking ah. for those morsels I'm looking Lindsay do, Laura Lindsay do you feel like like I'm like Cap, I do you not
2: understand Rachel's
0: plight.
1: Girls? I
2: mean, yes, I do. Um, but, you know.
0: But
4: you know I, what?
2: I also think that you guys have been in a relationship for three years. So it's kind of like you you kind of know what you're getting with you now, right? Yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. It's true. It's your own Laura, fault. What do you think?
0: Laura?
3: I mean, you don't take hints, bro. You just don't. Well, I'm looking for
0: George's morsels. <sighs> He's dropping right. morsels for us. More, more morsels
3: on the other
1: side. We're <laughs> back in three and a half minutes.